Hello and welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup podcast of the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and um, I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid search, especially automation, paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry or even just get my favorite script of the week, like, comment and follow on Facebook um my yeah like follow um you know and um and comment on any of my profiles on facebook twitter or instagram on my handle mindswan ppc or just to see snippets or quotes from the previous podcasts just follow um the dedicated podcast instagram page ppc chat underscore roundup again the profile is at ppc chat underscore roundup so today i tuned in at 5 p.m gmt um on twitter just to find that i had missed the chat now why is that now as you guys may know i am in the uk um and our clocks went back this weekend which i'd totally forgotten about um so yeah for this for, for today this week um the chat was actually at 4 p.m um, and at that time I was in a meeting. So yeah, totally missed that. Um, I think, I think the clocks change uh, as well in the UK, um, in the US, um, and they go, go back an hour this coming weekend. So it will be back to being 5 PM GMT, um, next week. So yeah, glad, glad to, um, get back on that, um, time frame. Um, so yeah, but I am glad that it does look like, um, a lot of our US experts were still on hand for the chat led by Julie Bacchini. And the topic was how to get search and so social advertising to work best together. Um, there were seven questions in all and loads of answers coming in. And um, yeah, some really great st strategic and tactical advices were given. So strap in. But before we get into that, um, yeah, we've got our quiz of the week. Ta-da! Uh, so yeah, as you can imagine, you know, when you're talking about using multiple channels like social and search, a good remarketing strategy needs to be in place. So my question is, when was remarketing first introduced by Google? Again, when was remarketing first introduced by Google? Extra points for the month, but yeah, the year will be fine. But yeah, we, we want a month and year answer. So back to our chat. So we've got Julie um, just going, hello, thank you all for joining me. We're going to be talking about how to get search and social advertising to work best together today. But first, how are you all doing? Uh, Mark Soltarelli um, um, comes in saying, um, yeah, doing rather well. Very happy to um, sport one of my new turtlenecks today. Yes, tis the season. Winter is definitely coming. Julie uh, replies, doing okay here in Philadelphia, beyond ready for the election to be over already. We are being inundated with political ads in every format here. TV, radio, digital apps, direct mail, billboards. It is exhausting. Life in a big time swing state. Um, yeah, the, the, this by this time, it's very scary to think scary you know weary and nervous to think that by this time next week we'll know who the president of the u.s will be for the next four years so um yeah i keep um keeping them my my friends family even i've got a sister out there um in my in my mind in my thoughts um during this period during this election period it's not easy but I, some great chats that i've been having with um some american friends has been the fact that you know it's really important for all of us to listen to each other um and not just you know, have your social media just be about the people who share your opinions because you then just never know how to, you know, you, you know, things like 
a, a president being elected in very unexpected way or very unexpected um, president being elected just, you know, hits you by shock and you just don't know how to, you know, you just think to yourself, how did that come about? So I think we really just need to keep talking to each other. Um, listening to each other and not just surround ourselves with people that share our same opinion, but actually listen to, you know, factual news of, of the other side so that, you know, just we know how to be prepared and just know how to have good, intelligent conversations. That's what's best, I think. Anyway, enough of that. I didn't, I didn't want to be political and hopefully that wasn't too political. The message of that was just be kind to each other. But anyway, going on to um, our questions for this week. Um, yeah, Julie goes, we're going to go through the first couple of questions quickly to get an idea of who is chatting today. Um, and so, yeah, she starts with question one. Do you do both paid search and paid social for your clients? If you are, um, are you doing both for most, some or none of those clients? Julie replies, I do both search and social advertising for clients. About half are both and half are one or the other. Mark Soltarelli replies, I do paid search and paid social for all of my clients right now. I would say in general, I do both for 80% of the clients I work with and search for 100%. Daniel Vardy replies, both for most with Google's increased trend of automation and taking control um, or insights out of hands. Out of our hands this year, we decided to put more effort to diversify and increase our activity in paid social. Luke Alley replies, replies being a long time. Yeah, I've not, I've not seen that name in a while. I don't even think I've ever seen that name, <laughs> but maybe I have and I just don't remember. Um, anyway, he says that, but I just happened to be on Twitter. So figured I'd jump in a little today. It's cold in Idaho, but feeling warm. John Kagan replies question one. Yes, we do both on about 70% of our client base. Only one client. Do we do paid social and not paid search? Luke replies question one saying helping some friends on the side, mostly on Google ads and general consulting. Um, Dogar Thomas replies question one saying I have done social in the past, but don't in my current role. At the beginning of my career, I was much more balanced, but my last agency role prior to this didn't have a strong value from social ads because strategy was very bottom of funnel with no upper funnel support. Um, Julie then goes on to question two saying, are you primarily handling B2B, B2C or a mix of both currently? If you're e-commerce, that would be helpful to know as well as it is kind of its own animal. Sean Ellie does reply to question one though saying, as a company, we do both. I personally do search. More and more, we are signing clients to both. So new clients are usually both older clients are mostly search um i'll say that again more and more we are signing clients to both so new clients are usually both older clients are mostly search that's right daniel vardy replies to question two saying we have everything b2b b2c p.s i used to think b2b was not going to work in facebook changed my mind Ah, so B2B does work in Facebook. Yeah, we are just saying, thinking that B2B might not be good for our Facebook strategy. Um, well, well, Facebook strategy might not be good for doing B2B for um, my company, Brain Labs, but um, I'm not sure. Who knows? Maybe we should look into it. Um, Azim replies to, I believe, question two, saying a mix of both. I think I mentioned during a PPC chat before that there have been some great results for B2B via paid social. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, the common perception is just to focus on LinkedIn, predominantly B2C though. So I'd say what is a good B2C strategy, a B2B strategy on on paid social paid social and apart from LinkedIn. So would you guys recommend 
Facebook, because um, we're only thinking of really LinkedIn and Twitter here. Um, Julie then replies to question two saying, I've got a mix of B2B and B2C, no e-com right now. John Kagan replies to question two saying 85% B2C um, retail. Mark Saltarelli replies to question two saying, I'm 100% B2B right now, and that is my current career focus, but historically about 30% of my experience is B2C. Dogar Thomas replies to question two saying, all three, in general, I don't think there's vast chasms between the groups when it comes to strategy. Um, and Sean Lennon replies to question two saying about 90% e-commerce. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Julie then replying to Dogar Thomas where Dogar said all three. In general, I don't think there's vast chasms between the groups when it comes to strategy. Um, Julie replies yes and no. Thought is um, thought it helpful for everyone to have a sense of others' background and current situations as we answer the upcoming questions. And then we go on to um, question three, who, um, where Julie goes prospecting and or awareness. Which channels are you using for this and why? Which channels do you start with? Which has been most successful? With that, we have John Kagan replying saying, little Facebook, little YouTube, toe in the water on GDN and pushing a bit more into discovery. Luke Alley replies to question two saying, mostly e-commerce currently. And then Sean Ellie replies to question three saying, we usually recommend Facebook interest or demographic or similar audiences, sometimes depending on budgets, Google display um, and e-markets, in-market, similar audiences, custom intent and YouTube, same as Google. Um, Dogar Thomas replies to question three saying, we do a mix of GDN and Facebook for the most part. We've been experimenting with OTT or pre-roll. Um, I have seen some success with direct placement as well, but it's largely the same concept as GDN. Um, and then, yeah, Zim replies to question three saying, display and exploring opportunities on Snap. Thanks, Dwayne, Dwayne Brown. And potentially TikTok soon too. CPM seem to have dropped hugely here at the moment. Success? What is success? <laughs> Equals to subjective, um, in my opinion, depends on how you view attribution. And Julie replies, we'll be talking more specifically about success in later questions. Um, Luke Ali replies, what opportunities are you seeing on Snap? Um, and then Julie replies, um, Dwayne did a great presentation all about Snap advertising for CFest um, last week. Um, and yeah, Zim replies, and a great webinar last week too. In terms of ops, great way to showcase your brand at cheap CPMs and the added bonuses of eCPSU coming in at under 30 pence would definitely recommend um and then yeah when luke ali asks for a link to that presentation and yes there is a link which i will add um actually it talks about yeah and then you can watch the, the session so i'll put that link in my link tree um lists of links so yeah so that is a, a webinar you can look at if you want to learn more about snap ads so snapchat ads um sam replies question two saying both at this point as well as a few b2b to C models, B to B to C models, which is fun. Luke Ali replies, Pinterest um, website, 15% off pop-up email collection. Welcome email series. Carl Schertz swells, swears by the um, year-to-date um, top of funnel strategy um, because, well, it works. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Dogar Thomas, yeah, continuing his answer to question three, where he goes, we do a mix of GD and Facebook for the most part. He continues, this is where it's critical to have some kind of liaison between departments. The creative has to be similar enough to start building brand value, add, um, 
brand value add all the touch points. Otherwise, you lose the halo effects. I'll, I'll read that again. This is where it's critical to have some kind of liaison between departments. The creative has to be similar enough to start building brand value across all the touch points. Otherwise, you lose that halo effect. Yeah, that's very true. Good creative that can translate across all the touch points is important. Julie replies, um, Julie, yeah, replies to question three, same for awareness, social, Facebook, for awareness, social, Facebook is still the biggest percentage in this category. So yeah, biggest percentage share for people um, using, for doing social um, for brand awareness. And then Mark Salterelli replies to question three saying, I usually start with Facebook and Instagram for awareness, dependent on client and move to YouTube and GDN as we see success. I've been seeing a lot of success with Instagram as of late because it's slightly cheaper than Facebook and users are more engaged. Sam replies to question three saying, I'm loving YouTube for prospecting along with snap and display with sequential ads. Obviously display has issues with apps and bad traffic, but if you're diligent about it, it can be quite useful and efficient. And in um, response to um, Sam's answer to uh, to um, question three, where Sam says, I'm a lover, I'm loving YouTube for prospecting along with Snap and display with sequential ads. Julie replies, I would love to do more YouTube, for, but finding clients with video assets or willing to create them can be challenging. Um, Sam replies, definitely, though we've um, used Canva for some as well as UGC with some quasi stock intro outros etc sean replies we have been testing the youtube video builder and you can make some decent creative with just images pretty quickly here's a link um to request to request the beta so oh there's a google one yeah the video builder from youtube yeah i've used that one before it's not bad could be better and then we've got sam continue his answer to question three saying for dtc or b2c SaaS um instagram snap tiktok have all been great don't love Facebook right now and landscape is a disaster. Um, yeah, I've not tried any of those ones, so I wouldn't know. Julie replies and continues her answer to question three saying, I want to move off of Facebook and Instagram as the primary avenues, taking time to move that mountain there. And then we've got, um, yeah, Julie going on to question four saying acquisition, which channels are you using for this and why? Which channels do you start with? Which has been successful? And John Kagan answers um, that one, first of all, saying, um, depends on the goal, but yes, search dynamic product ads, in-stream ads, Instagram stories, PLAs, which is also shopping ads, um, and discovery, love me some discovery. And then we've got Ryan Bennion replying to question four as well, saying search will always be the top acquisition channel because people are going there usually with an intent to buy some browse and compare, but most will find you with the intent to buy at some point in their journey. Facebook is where you create the demand usually. Um, and then, yeah, Mark Salterelli replies to um, Julie's answer to question four, saying um, where Julie had said for acquisition, definitely search who does not want to capture those showing direct intent or intent interest social is trickier for us but i like lookalikes um of best customers um for this stage on facebook or rg and the targeting on linkedin can get it in uh, get it effective too for lead gen mark replies to that i agree wholeheartedly here search is obvious but facebook and ig lookalikes and linkedin skills targeting combined with job function or seniority are great for driving semi-qualified 
conversions. Um, Julie replies to this, I feel like we're constantly just nodding at each other's tweet, other's tweets. It's all about great minds. Jordan Stark replies to question three saying, I like display social and YouTube for awareness. I've actually been seeing, been finding some success with Google discovery as well. It's hit or miss though. When it works, it's great. And when it doesn't, it's all, it's awful. No meh campaigns there. It's either great or, or not great. Rand Benyon then um, gives us another answer to question four saying, I've been toying with this, this idea of demand awareness. It's the idea that people don't know that they need your product until you explain what it does. And then they realize, oh, I've needed that. Um, I see this a lot with Amazon products like this car organizer I just bought. Hmm, interesting. Car organizer. Yeah organize the things in your car i imagine sam replies to question four saying search is the obvious one here but we're increasingly seeing success from facebook and ig snap and tiktok on the consumer side and linkedin and bing or twitter yes twitter and quora occasionally depends on the vertical on the b2b side go figure um and then yeah julie then goes on to question five saying retargeting which channels are you using for this and why which channels do you start with which has been successful um and to answer that one we've got dogar thomas going i've had lots of experience with gdn and retargeting and i wouldn't suggest it the user path makes no sense i don't mind youtube retargeting but it seems very expensive for a reminder play facebook has the better inventory control but <laughs> yeah it can be naughty and very, um, yeah, privacy conscious with um, with the data. And when I say privacy conscious, I feel just re just hiding data from us that um, we've already paid for. And then we've got Julie Bettini um, replying to question five, saying Facebook is still the retargeting king. I'm down on GDN with the lack of placement control and the ten thousand placement exclusion limit is inadequate. Not that Facebook is without its issues, but it is the current big player in retargeting. Um, Dogar Thomas then continues his answer to question five saying, I'm very rarely done a multi, I've very rarely done a multi-stage creative that matches the user path, makes retargeting, make, making retargeting make any sense. Retargeting is one of those things that seems to get tacked on as a standard feature that really could use far more thought than we typically have budget for. Um, and then Sean Ellie replies to question five saying dynamic remarketing for Google, same with Facebook or Instagram. Can I count smart shopping? Um, Ryan Benyon replies to question five saying any platform where you have an on-site pixel, right? Um, I think there are different types of retargeting in e-commerce. I usually qualify who gets to your PDP as higher intent than homepage visitors. Then I either hit them with value props or dynamic retargeting. Um, and then Mark replies to question five saying, um, I tend to start with GDN and RLSAs. And if I'm running it for a client, Facebook or Instagram, they're easy to set up and see results. I also usually run retargeting on LinkedIn, but it can be difficult and expensive. I will only go after certain segments because of this. Um, Jordan Stark replies to question five saying, I like to start with display. Then YouTube cross channel is great too. Um, and then Mark Saltarelli has actually got a part two to his answer question five saying, um, I'm very surprising. I'm having a surprisingly amount of success right now on LinkedIn with only retargeting people who viewed paid search landing pages and did not convert and hitting them with a personalized demo offer. It's usually just okay. And then we've got um, Sean Ellie replying to question five saying, also testing out Bing display and their MSAN shopping campaigns. MSAN? Not sure what that one is. Um, but yeah, John Kagan replies to question five saying, I like YouTube, GDN or Discovery 
of um, Google ads and some good old Facebook. Then Julie goes on to question six saying, how do you typically use search and social together most effectively? John Kagan replies, we share audience targeting builds most commonly. So I think, yeah, that's remarketing. Um, Julia replies to question six saying, well, I, I was going to say mind queries, mind queries in search to find ideas for social ads, but that is not that viable anymore. Yeah, because we don't see... All the searches that are coming through Google anymore use, um, and then she continues, use search to capture clear demand or intent audiences, use social for awareness and retargeting, find weird things that work well for each. Glenn Schmelzel replies question six saying, for us, social ads can draw a B2B prospect to a website and then search or display retargeting that can elevate that interest into booking a call, etc. Um, and then Julie then goes on to question seven, um, which is the last question of the day, saying, which metrics do you rely on most to determine if an initiative is successful on search or on, or on social? Does it vary by your objective, um, prospecting, awareness, acquisition or retargeting? Um, Johnny replies to question five saying Facebook is great for retargeting, but to increase reach, I would use a platform such as AdRoll to much low quality inventory, um, too much low quality inventory and click fraud on GDN. I'll say that again. Facebook is great for retargeting, but to increase reach, I would use a platform such as AdRoll, too much low quality inventory and click fraud on GDN. And then we've got uh, Mark Saltarelli replying to question six saying, um, and this is in three parts. One, retargeting. Two, using audience or keyword performance to inform targeting cross-channel, i.e. if targeting is working well, how do we reach a similar person elsewhere? Three, conversion barriers are more pronounced on social. Take those insights and apply it to search. And then we've got Doug R. Thomas replying to question six saying, couple ideas. If you're doing a big awareness or internet push, RLSA plus focus copy. Um, of course, match your messaging, please. Um, reading comments and messages, even for unrelated campaigns for customer pain points and company benefits. And then we've got Johnny replying to question seven saying, and we have unique KPIs for each stage of the journey from awareness to action. Otherwise, any prospecting activity will look atrocious to the client. Um, then Sean Ellie replies to question six saying, this is vague, but create awareness with social for new brands or products and make sure search is capturing those new queries, i.e. have keywords for the Facebook ad copy. Ryan Bennion replies to question six saying, no that they work together for your benefit and every brand is different, but fuel each other. In most instances, social ads will drive up your brand search, organic search, and direct traffic more than search ads will balance health awareness to conversion ratios. Um, and then Julie continues to answer to question six saying, even if you're not advertising on Quora, it can be very enlightening um, as to what people want to know about things. Um, you might be selling Pinterest is kind of the same way for stuff. So that's very much awareness. Sean Ellie replies to question seven saying, varies by the goal of the campaign. And it's really important to get buy-in from the client before launching. If creating an um, awareness campaign with YouTube, I do not want to report on ROAS like the rest of the Google search campaigns. Glenn Schmelzel replies to question seven saying, for ones with enough history, total CPA is useful to gain client appreciation for how precious a lead is. They heed our pleas to follow up, guiding um, our targeting and eventually lowering overall client acquisition cost. Um, yeah, and so Julie then replies to... 
I believe Yaha answered the question six saying, although in the f- interest of full disclosure, I just don't get Pinterest personally. So when she said um, Pinterest is the kind of the same way in terms of it's all about um, people wanting to know about things that you might be selling. <laughs> Sam replies to this saying, Pinterest is the worst. I have a hate, despise, loathe, entirely relationship with Pinterest. Ooh, they need to do better. Julie replies, I'm probably classic example of not everyone you put in your target demo book bucket is actually a good target um, when it comes to Pinterest. I always come away thinking, what is the point of this every time I accidentally end up on it? Yeah, it's just Instagram, but weird. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get Pinterest myself even in terms of using it. I, people use it for mood boards. Maybe when I'm getting married, I'll have like different like boards for the dress, flowers and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, apart from that, I'm not really sure of the use for Pinterest. Rand Benyon replies to question seven saying sales and profit. If we get more sales and we get more profit, we get more opportunity to invest in more ads, which leads to more sales, which leads to more profit. Repeat infinity times until profit decreases, reach or, dimi- uh, or reaches diminishing returns or can't fulfill demand. And um, the last answer for today that I'll read out is from Mark Soltarelli replying to question seven, saying for B two B find that for B two B find that cost per sale qualified leads as a good comparison metric for campaigns of varying types. Um, I'll say that again for B two B I find that cost per sale qualified leads. Um, are a good comparison metrics for campaigns of varying types. Um, for search and acquisition, I use pipeline over ad spend as the main KPI. For awareness or prospecting, I usually use cost per lead, generally a content download. Um, and so, yeah, Julie, then thanks us all for the chat today. And then um, we're going to have um, uh, Simon Paulson, um, a guest leading our chat next week. And the, and the topic is the coming data apocalypse and what to do about it. The coming data apocalypse. I don't really feel it's a coming data apocalypse. I feel we're already in a data apocalypse. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you can um, argue with me on that one. Maybe there's more to come. Oh God, which scares me. Um, so anyway, yeah, hope you found um, that chat really useful. Um, but before we go, um, we've got the answer to our quiz of the week. Do you remember what the question was? Um, so yeah, because we're talking about social and Google and remarketing, I asked, um, when was remarketing first introduced by Google? When was remarketing first introduced by Google? And, um, the answer is July, 2013. I don't know the exact date. We were not given the exact date when I did my Google search. Um, but yeah, it was in July, 2013. And that was when Google introduced RLSA. So remarketing lists for search ads, um, where you could retarget, um, people with search ads, um, retarget, um, with search ads, people who have been on your site, um, or even exclude them from certain ads. So you could then um yeah well we all know what we're talking it's about you know specific ad um offers i feel like yeah that's what we really use them for so we like we used to give um new customers from one of the brands i was working on only new customers 20 percent off um and so yeah we'd always yeah exclude anyone that had returned to the website and anyone else they'll see the ad for um their 20 percent off if they bought an item so yeah but i feel it's come a long way um, since then, it's, been, it's a lot more sophisticated and um, lots of great strategies that are being used. 
Um, so yeah, I hope you found this talk useful and taken some taken some great takeaways. And if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions, do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns and business to, businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.